Faster Fluency Conversation Club, episode 85, Using Positive Language About Yourself. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast from Speak English with Christina. Each week, my expert teachers and I discuss a new exciting topic to help you better understand real-world conversations in English. If you would like to practice talking about this topic, get more confident speaking English, and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Christina for the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And today I'm very excited because we're here with Karen and it's going to be her very first official podcast episode. Karen, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Christina. I'm very excited about being a part of the Faster Fluency Club. Yeah, same here. We're, we're really excited to have you with us. And yeah. For your first podcast topic, we're going to talk about continuing with the theme for the month of June, which is how to learn English more effectively. We're going to look at positive language and using positive language about yourself. So I guess when you're working with students, is there any kind of negative language that you've heard from students about learning English that maybe we can help them to eliminate? Yes, of course. I've heard lots of negative language. You know, I'm too, I've heard I'm too old to, to learn a language. Mm-hmm. I've heard I don't have the time to learn a language. Probably one of the main ones I've heard is, you know, I don't just don't have an ear for languages. Mm, I've heard that yeah, one a lot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what do you, um like, if you've got a student who gives you one of these, I guess, negative bits of self-talk, what do you say to these students? That's a really good question because I think they've done a lot of research and they've kind of, and I've read a, I've read a lot about it, about, you know, what do you really need to learn a language? It really mm. comes down to behavior. It's really mm. not about if you have an ear for it or mm. age or any other factors. It really comes down to each individual's behavior and habits, establishing habits, you know, a routine, studying regularly. Mm. And when you bring it back to them and say, yeah, you know, of course, you know, I know people are very busy, of course, you know, and you have lack of time. But if you set a schedule, it kind of becomes automatic. And that's what Mm. people pretty much need to do. Right. That kind of cuts into that that negativity a little bit. Like, Mm. okay, it's not about some of this outside environmental things. It's really about what inside my right. Yeah, I think that's interesting when you talked about like the routines and things like that, because I almost feel like when people have that negative self-talk of like, you know, I'm too old or I don't have time or I'm not good or whatever, it's almost like, I don't want to say an excuse, but like it's easier to say that and to believe that and to say like, well, that's just the situation. I can't do anything about it. Oh, well than to change your habits or your routines and like do that work because it it is work to get the habit in place, to try to find the things that work for you, the things that don't work for you. And maybe it's just easier to say like, oh, I don't have time. I'm just not good at it. Instead of making that effort to change your habits, which are going to in turn change the way that you feel about learning languages. Because if you do it regularly, you get good at it. And then you start to say, you know what, I can do this. Like, but you've got to go through that transition, which is, I don't want to say it's difficult or easy, but it does take a bit of 
thinking about it and a little bit of effort and a little bit of rethinking your the way you organize yourself, but it can be done. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Persistence. You need, you have mm. to persist. It kind of gets to a point. I usually about um, after a month of working with, with students after that month, when they get to a month target, then they kind of say, oh, I understand now. Mm. It's kind of like that aha moment. They get that kind of light bulb moment goes off in their brain. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I have to establish some type of routine. It's like anything. It's like working out. Exactly. Say, Oh, I want to, all right, I'm going to sit here and say, I'd like to lose 10 pounds. You know, everybody put on weight for the, during COVID, you know, the COVID 15, we say, I want to lose weight, but they say, oh, I can't lose weight. I don't have time. You know, they come all these barriers, all the mm-hmm. obstacles they put up on and then when they finally get over that hump where they say oh okay now I understand I have to maybe eat less or I have to you know work out every day mm. or do exercise so yeah. then kind of like oh okay now I get it I have to now, make an effort exactly yeah and it's, it's almost like I was just thinking, what's something that we kind of all automatically do every day? It's like brush our teeth. You get up, you brush your teeth, you go to bed, you brush your teeth. You don't even think about it. But like when you were a kid, your parents had to like get on your back and be like, you have to brush your teeth now. You're going to bed. And it takes, it almost, it's like it, maybe you, not everybody, but a lot of people, sometimes they need someone to be there and to kind of like be like their parent be like, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that until they get that habit in place. And I think it's exactly the same process. It's just when you're a kid, it's just part of learning to be a normal human being. And then when you're an adult, it's more difficult because you feel like, yeah, I, I should know how to do all of this already. But no, you, it takes learning. You, you have to continue learning, basically. Exactly. Exactly. And that's kind of like perfectionism. Mm. You know, a lot of, you know, I have a lot of students that, you know, they're, they're doing very well in their career and they don't want to appear to be, oh, I'm a bit weaker uh, in some yeah, area. Yeah. yeah. I'm not confident. I get that a lot. You know, I feel so I'm not confident. And of course, even when, you know, in school, when we were learning a language, you had to be perfect. You had to be perfect, pronounce words perfectly. But when you get to be an adult, you know, and you're learning, it's a different type of learning. Exactly. Right. Okay. Very, very interesting. Karen, thanks a lot for all of that advice and congratulations on your first FFCC podcast and looking forward to many more. Okay. Yes, definitely. All right. Have a good one. See ya. All right. Thanks, Christina. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And remember, if you want to become confident and fluent faster by practicing speaking about these topics and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. Membership costs less than the cost of a cup of coffee per day, and you'll get so much from your membership. The link to join the club is in the show notes. Thanks for learning with Speak English with Christina, and we hope to see you in the club.